Hello, everybody. This is Everett Shipman, and welcome to the Maximize Your Mind podcast, where we develop the mentality necessary to forge fitness and lifestyle to achieve anything that you want from life. We're back at it again today. Back at it again. Um, and of course, as for those of you who know, a couple episodes ago, we started down the path of discovering what, not just what separates the fit from the unfit, but also trying to line up a few factors that are common among amongst fit populations, okay? Um, I think last episode, we discussed how, um, or we discussed the definition of being fit and being lean, what it means and how it applies to you as an individual. And then the first trait or the first characteristic of fit people that we shared and talked about was the fact that fit people don't diet. They don't diet in the traditional sense of dieting. Remember, those that are unfit are usually the ones that are bouncing from diet to diet, from this one plan to the next plan. And it's always a cycle because you you accomplish that goal. Maybe you get to the end of your 21 day plan and maybe you see results. Maybe you don't. And the frustration that's associated with it leads you down a path of depression and discouragement and stresses and anxiety. And as a result, you try to fix those feelings by hopping to the next diet, to the next plan. All right. And so we got into that from the aspect of fit people, fit people just eat healthy all around. They have conditioned themselves to be fit as a result of years of just being focused on doing all the right things that they need to do, which allows them because they're in such great condition to eat effortlessly, be able to eat every now and then be able to splurge, be able to eat foods, be able to, you know, drop a few pounds whenever necessary because they've conditioned their body. And so today I actually want to talk about the number one underrated tactic to burn fat. You're going to love this one. I'm pretty sure you're going to love it because this this underrated tactic is is a long lost art in today's society. All right. And so now that you know what it means to be fit, you know what that determination is you know how any you understand how anyone can be fit all right what separates the fit from the unfit underused undervalued and everybody loves the underdog right everybody loves that right so let me share a little story about me first before i get into this underrated tactic and and let you know how i became a champion of this underrated tactic so for years All right. I struggled to get myself to a place of fit that worked for me. I would work out regularly. I would eat regularly. I have wanted to build a really massive frame for years. I don't necessarily want to be hulkish, but I do want to be bigger, a little more, you know, intimidating in a sense. So I start to doing all of this research on how to build muscle. I'm reading all the blogs and magazines. I'm searching websites, you name it. All right. I'm doing it. 
and I'm still struggling. And so I'm wondering, what am I doing wrong? You know, I'm tired of being the little guy. I want to be big. I want to be powerful. I want to feel like I can assert myself. I want to feel like I can exert my will when and whenever I choose, right? And so it was around 2005, 2006, I went for this audition to model with Under Armour. And I remember feeling super excited about this being my chance to make it in Hollywood. You know, I'll just show up. Bring my best energy. I'll land the deal. I'll wow the directors. And we're going to make this thing happen. So the morning of the audition, it's really cold outside. It's almost brutally cold. I can see my breath in front of my face. I'm bundled up nice and warm to the best of my ability. And I pull into this district in Baltimore, which I thought upon arrival, I thought I, I was going to actually be heading to a place where there were, you know, nice, luxurious part. Uh, um, Uh, commercial buildings. Maybe there was going to be a nice shopping center um, nearby, but this was actually like a warehouse district. You got the ports lined up. So I was able to, you know, you got ships and and yachts and everything lined up. And, um, and I pull up to this warehouse district. I'm walking up, park my car, walk up and I'm coaching myself inside on what to do, like what to do, how to do it. I'm trying to show some confidence. I want to be as get myself into the right frame of mind because I know what I'm going up against. And so I go inside and what I see is unbelievable. All right. So the room is packed with beefy guys. When I say beefy guys, I mean, all of these guys, they're looking bigger than me. They're bulkier than me. They're more muscular than me. And almost immediately, my confidence tanks. Have you ever been there where you think that you're prepared for a situation? You, you, you sure that you went over everything you needed to go to go through and something pops up that catches you off guard and everything you prepared went out the window. Maybe it was a job interview. You know, maybe it was a, an important conversation with a certain loved one. That's where I was. My tank, my confidence tanked. And so I'm sitting there. I'm in eager anticipation, rocking back and forth. I'm talking to myself. I'm sweating. I pull out my phone to keep myself company. I managed to pull myself together by the time that I'm called back. But I'm still heart is thumping outside of my chest. And so one of the guys in charge takes one look at me and almost immediately I could see the disdain on his face. He dismisses me before he even says a word. And the look of disgust on his face is probably what panged me the most. Right. And basically told me I didn't have what he was looking for without even bringing me back, without even going through any of the scripting, without even telling me really much of anything. And so I left feeling battered and beat down. And the the sting of that morning really never left me. As a matter of fact, it drove me to get bigger, to get better, to get stronger. <clears throat> I, I, I'm going to make this next one, right? So the more I struggled to do, the more I wanted it. Yet I wasn't making the gains that I know I could. And so at the time, I'm working multiple jobs. I'm barely getting any sleep. Uh, let's see, on average, I'm getting four to five hours of sleep. So I was making it work, but it wasn't ideal. Now, I remember wrestling with the idea of leaving my part-time job and committing to just one mode of work. I figured, you know, it'd be tough financially, 
But maybe I would have clearer thoughts with more sleep. Maybe I'd have better success if I hit the sack sooner. Now, I didn't know it then, but my entire life would soon shift. And so I decided to make the tough decision and just focus on fitness and my career of helping people get fit. And I knew it started with me. So I committed to getting a full night of sleep, eight hours max, minimum seven hours. Now, once I made that switch, it wasn't long before my numbers went up across the board. All of my strength levels shot up. I gained weight and muscle faster than I ever had. My energy was through the roof. And so I researched deeper into sleep benefits. And sure enough, sleep is one of the biggest factors in determining your level of fit. It's why I call it the number one most underrated tactic to burn fat. Period. Okay. One of the reasons, one of the benefits is that during sleep, you replenish all or most of your depleted hormones. Your HGH, your human growth hormone is a primary one. It's responsible for building muscle, for burning fat, you know, all the good stuff we want from fitness. And it's why I call it, like I said, this the number one underrated tactic to burn fat and get fit. In study after study, those with regular and sufficient sleep patterns have increased success with their fitness programs. I can't stress it enough. Get your sleep. The challenges in this modern society is that and and I've talked with plenty of clients who don't get enough sleep, who complain about their fitness levels, but can't marry the two because I'm too busy at work. Because I've got kids, I'm shuttling them back and forth to practice. You know, we're doing all of these things that cause us to devalue something so vitally simple. Like, it's so simple. If I tell you to go to sleep right now, if I tell you that that's your assignment, for most people, it's going to be easy enough to drop off to sleep. For most people, okay? And if sleep is not something that you're able to get readily, you know, whether you have insomnia or whatever, really look into getting some sort of prescription. I mean, I would say definitely talk to your doctor and try to get a prescription because I myself, I have not, I don't struggle with sleep regularly, but I have struggled with sleep. And I have actually used a couple of medications at various times that work, that work, put you out like a light. And gives you great sleep, wake up feeling super powerful, super pumped, super replenished. I've used that on occasions. And so if sleep is really a bother, as I've had clients that say, well, look, I know I can get in bed and I can lay there two or three hours before going to sleep. And I get it. All I'm saying is make sure you look into everything, every possible way. That you can increase your sleep. Try to do it. Why? Because it's the number one underrated tactic for burning fat and getting fit. Okay? It's just that important and it's just that simple. So if you're truly having challenges, look into and maybe one of these future episodes, I'll just outline a few different things that have worked for me. Um, And a few tactics that have been proven scientifically to help you get more sleep. That'll be something coming down the road. Okay, but that's one of the most significant biological benefits of adequate sleep is that 
your HGH hormone is replenished. Okay. But here's another benefit that you may not have considered. Adequate, adequate sleep also recharges your immune system. All right. So since getting a full night's of sleep, I have not gotten the cold and flu nearly as much as before. And it's actually been about two years. Knock on wood. Right. Now that I say it. But you get my point. Sleep is medicine. Don't sleep on it. OK. Pun intended. Not intended. Um, but you get what I'm saying. All right. It strengthens your immune system. It bolsters those uh, receptors and those cells in your body uh, that are that are responsible for fighting off colds and viruses and bacteria and that sort of thing. And so what happens with a lot of people who are under sleep, uh, who are not getting enough sleep, you're getting colds frequently, you're getting flus frequently. And what happens? Then you have to take time off of work. Then you have to spend time in the bed. Then you have to spend time recuperating. So you end up having to get your sleep anyway. You have to get your sleep on the back end. And so that's, again, the number one underrated tactic, because if you can if you can focus on getting your sleep ahead of time, then you can get your sleep. It's, it's almost like it's almost like you've heard the saying, don't wait for a time of war to get ready for battle. Right. You, you, you prepare for war in the time of peace. All right. So you prepare your immune system, you, you, you know, the antibodies, you prepare them when you're feeling well. And the way that you prepare them is by getting the adequate sleep, making sure it's fully replenished, making sure that you're, you know, doing everything you can to keep your immunity and your antibodies bolstered so that when that first sign of infection or virus or flu comes in, they're already kicking, ready to go. If you're not, if you're starving out your antibodies, by not getting sleep, by by getting four or five, only six hours of sleep, then it's going to be tough. And then you get sick, you get infected. And then now you have to take time off work. And guess what? Now you're laying in the bed. And instead of you being in the bed, getting your full hours of sleep, you know, without being sick, now you're in the bed, forced to be in the bed. But now you have sick sickness. Now you're, you know, battling flu and battling germs and you're feeling icky. All right. I'm not saying that you'll never get sick, but what I'm saying is you can build up your antibodies, your immune system so that they're in a better position to fight and ward off sicknesses naturally. Okay. Now, this last benefit I want to share is pretty huge. Okay. It's pretty huge. It really resonates with me and I'm going to share you. I'm going to tell you why getting to bed early and on time. Also, and this it did this for me, no lie, it eliminates the opportunity for mindless and midnight snacking. Okay? It, it it just takes that away. When I was getting when I'm getting ready for my show and when I'm trying to burn fat and, and all of that sort of stuff and really make a, a push, then that takes away that opportunity to just sit up and snack. And so many of you, you're burning the the midnight oil, right? You're burning the candle at both ends. That's why your fitness is such a challenge, right? You're not allowing yourself to heal and recover fully. You beat your body up continually. 
And I can't say this enough, but this is really the secret to how I lost 24 pounds in three and a half weeks. It wasn't genetics. It, it, it wasn't that I've just you know, know how to do it's that I put my but I made my body do what I wanted it to do. And so when you focus on getting the four night sleeps, you can avoid the trap of just mindlessly snacking after, you know, right before bed. And so whenever whenever I'm making a really a big push, this really is beneficial because I'm able to go to sleep without the snacking beforehand and for me it's a huge benefit why because i have a serious sweet tooth you guys know that i have a sweet tooth that that it, it craves snacks randomly i remember back this is the other thing when you when you are up up long like when i used to work my multiple jobs not only did i have to was i up longer but guess what each time for every hour that I'm up, for every minute that I'm up, it's more energy that's expended. So what do you have to do? You have to eat more. So not only are you not replenishing your hormones and your getting your body back into good balance, but now you're also feeding it. And typically, especially for me, when I was working and I worked overnight, there weren't many healthy options available. And so if I'm not preparing food, then what? I'm eating food that's not the best food that's been, um, you know, food that's been pasteurized and food that's um, been commercialized and all of that. And so going to bed at the right time, it stopped me from devouring junk food right before bed. It stopped me from lounging on the couch, watching TV and munching while I watch. Does that make sense to you guys? So it's so many benefits to going to sleep, but just those two last two reasons I mentioned alone are huge. The fact that you're going to bed early at eight or 10 o'clock as opposed to 12 o'clock means that you're not up for as many hours snacking. And then it also means it's less energy or less food that you have to consume because going to sleep is the minimal amount of energy that you can expend and you can go to sleep before your body starts sending hunger pains before you start feel the only reason emotional hunger comes into play is because you're aware awake and aware of it if you're asleep you're only going to get up in response to hunger if you are starving you're not going to get up just because oh you know what i want to eat a honey bun right you have to be awake and aware for emotional eating to really latch on to you. OK, so there you have it. That I mean, that that is it. My number one underrated tactic to burning fat and getting the fit is to get your sleep. Period. Do what you need to do to make sleep happen. If you're only getting six hours, find out how you can make that extra hour happen. Find out how you can make an extra half hour happen. What activities can you cut out in the middle of your evening after work to make it happen? Is there something that you can roll over to the weekend? Are there tasks and things that you can roll over and just do on the weekend so that you can get more sleep during the week? Remember, fitness is the vehicle to achieve anything that you want from life. So get fit, stay fit, 
Be fit. And I'll talk to you next time.